0: Joining me for this uh, roundtable discussion is my sister Kay Callum. How you doing?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Doing all right. Now, in this roundtable discussion, we are going to be talking about the first season of The Flash. I'm talking the current series, not the one from the, the 90s with the, uh, John Wesley Shipp.
1: That's he, not fair to say.
0: He's the- he's in the current one.
1: Exactly.
0: But he's not starring as The Flash in this one. Um, at some point, we should go back and do the other Flash series.
1: I'd like to do that.
0: Um, we're going to do completely spoiler-filled discussion uh, on this current season that just ended recently. Uh, we may touch on um, Legends of Tomorrow. Certainly, we should talk about some of the Easter eggs at the end of uh, the season finale. Definitely. And we're also probably going to be uh, talking a little bit about Arrow, because there were some crossovers.
1: Mm-hmm. And in fact, the one of the crossovers, the one back in December, mm-hmm. brought mm-hmm. Arrow its highest ratings in over a year. So Flash audience did transfer over to Arrow to see what happened during that crossover.
0: Well, And it makes sense, because I think Arrow... There was a question of would it be any good? What's it going to be like? A lot of people I don't think really jumped on board or it didn't stick around long enough for the show to really get solidified. Because I think if you look at the first half of the first season or first six episodes, we'll say of Arrow before Felicity and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. it hadn't totally gelled. Mm -hmm. But then they had set up in second season, you know, Barry Allen, and then they get to where it's like, oh, the flash is going to come. They were going to do that as season finale for two, I think, season two of Arrow, but they decided to just do that as the pilot of this show, of of Flash. Great choice, of course. Um, So I think a lot of people had missed out on Arrow, Mm -hmm. got in with Flash, and have started to realize maybe they should go check the other show out.
1: Well, I was going to say, there are a lot of people that were hearing the great buzz about Arrow but it was at a point where they hadn't gotten on board, and these days it can be hard to get onto a show you haven't been watching since the beginning.
0: It can also be very easy via Netflix or something like that,
1: and that's increasingly true.
0: Because again, I've got a, a coworker who had, you know, been liking Agents of Shield, and I'm like, oh, you got to check this other stuff out. Mm-hmm. He's apparently got a Netflix account, and he's now a good ways through Arrow and, and getting to the point where he's going to get on board with Flash if he hasn't already. Yeah. So, it's it's certainly very doable, very possible. But in the course of 23 episodes, we went from Barry Allen still being in a coma and just waking up to he is the Flash, no two ways about it.
1: Yeah. We went through that period where he was the streak.
0: I think you always go through that period where the hero is doing heroic stuff, hasn't really got the identity put together is just hiding who he is and even with the suit early on in the flash he hadn't really gotten to the point where he could come talk to any reporter and get his name out there Mm -hmm. but it's at least better than uh, the blur which is what uh, superman went by for multiple seasons on smallville
2: Mm. that's sad
0: well, it is, but they were, they had a very much no flights, no tights motto, and that only changed with the series finale there. Hmm. So, with Arrow, they've gotten to where you can do the costumes and stuff like that with Flash. They've really got it sold on the powers, the abilities, because, I mean, over the course of the season, not only do we get great super speed effects, hmm. but we got Captain Cold, Heat Wave, uh, Weather Wizard was in the pilot, even.
1: Well, I was going to say, the thing from the moment Flash started that I think they sold really well was that Star Labs had this accident. hmm And it's what landed Barry in the coma, et cetera, et cetera. But this accident created what they decided to call humans, mm-hmm. And the moment they sort of announced that within the show, I was like, okay, I can work with this.
0: Well, they basically got everyone's origin out of the way at once. Yeah. This is a trigger event. This is what makes this world different than our world.
1: Yeah. You know, this is what made Spider-Man, Spider-Man. This is what made the Hulk, the Hulk. This is the one one flash wonder, if you will, that is the origin of everybody in the city.
0: Well, it's the the one trigger event... Yeah, but everyone still has origins in so much as how it impacted them.
1: Yeah, and that—that was that is is proven fascinating—is where you were, what you were doing, if you were being executed at that moment, if you were in a storm cloud in an airplane at that moment. Yeah, all these different possibilities when that pulsing wave—I guess—where
0: well, were you when? Yeah, is—is is what mattered.
1: Yeah, when that wave hit you, that critical moment, it was fascinating.
0: Everybody's origin, by and large, over the course of the season, goes back to that one event. hmm The exception, of course, is the reverse Flash. Mm-hmm. Who precipitated the event. Yeah. And I think there was one other that wasn't impacted by it, and then the question is, well, how did they get their powers? Yeah,
1: that's what I was trying to think of.
0: I forget which character that was. Um, I think it was when the Atom guest starred. Deathbolt might have been the character. Anyways, um, what's interesting is with Season 2, they've talked about having a whole new way to get people with powers in. Interesting. Which presumably is because of the, the trigger event at the yeah. season finale.
1: I didn't care for that trigger event. It it looked uh, highly destructive.
0: No more so than the particle accelerator turned out to be.
1: Well, I mean, the sky is falling.
0: Yes, the there particle is that.
1: accelerator seemed to to self impact and only really damage itself, not to be kind of an undertaking that took down half the city.
0: True, true. Uh, Central City survived better than uh, than Starling City did at the end of season one of of Arrow. Yeah. The characters grew a lot over the series. The relationships evolved. Mm-hmm. I felt they had a pretty good game plan from where the series, the season started to where it ended. Um, it was a bit more open-ended, unresolved than I would have cared for. Yeah. But it kind of made sense. I'm just curious where the next season picks up.
1: I'm fascinated by the fact that Caitlin is staying on The Flash, having just married uh, Ronnie...
0: Who I have a theory on that.
1: Ooh, do tell.
0: Before we get to that, let's, let's talk about these characters. Okay, yes. so we got Barry Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, he's being cared for at the beginning of the series uh, by Star Labs. So we yes. get Dr. Caitlin Snow and Cisco Ramon. Mm-hmm. They are the two, essentially, tech support sidekicks, if you will, for the Flash throughout the season.
1: Well, and they are the two people who stayed loyal. To Harrison Wells, Mm -hmm. in part, they couldn't get jobs elsewhere. Let's be honest. Harrison
0: Wells, the one who created the particle accelerator, precipitated the whole event. Yeah, and whose reputation is now not so good.
1: Yeah, you know, all of their careers were destroyed. But he managed to keep some portion of Star Labs afloat. It's hard to tell how much. It seems like a negligible amount
0: and two employees.
1: Yeah, that's what it seems like.
0: I mean, there doesn't even seem to be a cleaning crew. Yeah. It, it there's some some questions about how that star labs operates if there are other star labs etc that that remain to be answered but we find out later that uh caitlin's fiancee uh, ronnie raymond was impacted by the the event um the particle accelerator event as was professor stein mm-hmm. now these are familiar names to comic book readers on the dc universe because those are the two halves of firestorm they fuse together and become a, a Superpowered individual and they get introduced they get teased for a bit they get introduced they go away they come back um and then in the series finale with that uh caitlin and and ronnie get married
1: and it was a great wedding ceremony
0: performed by rabbi you know martin stein (laughs) uh, which i thought was you know i I appreciated him skipping over the hebrew it would have been lost on me
1: well yeah but i liked the bickering between the two halves of firestorm as one half is gang married
0: well because of the accident a little bit of Ronnie is bled into the professor a little of the professor's bled into Ronnie so they're very much tied at the core at some level and professor Stein is going to be part of the legends of tomorrow series but there's been no mention of uh, uh, of Ronnie Raymond's character being there even though we see in the the trailer firestorm now victor garber we've seen footage of him that's that's at least to sell if not actually part of legends of tomorrow Hmm. and again no robbie amel now i don't know when legends of tomorrow starts i don't think it starts at the beginning of the season hmm. it may be a mid-season sort of a deal at which point they've got half a season to do some stuff mm-hmm to get uh, over on Arrow, to get Arrow back in play, mm-hmm. to to build up to the rooftop scene we see in the trailer of, see, of Legends of Tomorrow. I
1: haven't watched the Legends of Tomorrow trailer.
0: Okay, we get a. a I'm going to spoil that too. Then okay, we get a, a rooftop scene in which Flash and Arrow are basically telling an assembly of people: Vandal Savage is a threat. We've got to go fight him, and you know this is the team to go do it. And Professor Stein's basically, you call this a team. You know, a, a woman with wings and a, a past life, you know, delusion, um, you know, a resurrected uh, assassin, um, a billionaire who's got more tech than he knows what to do with. Um, trying to think who, uh, you know, he's half a hero. And, you know, and then uh, Rip Hunter says, well, you're you're all going to be this. Or, oh, and, and two villains, mm-hmm. you know, Captain Cold and Heatwave. Um, and Rip Hunter says, oh, well, you know, you're not just going to, you're not going to be heroes you're going to be legends. And oh yes, I'm from East London. Oh, and the future. You know, um and it's um Arthur Darville who's on Doctor Who. So they got that rooftop scene, the gathering of the heroes, akin to some of the stuff that kicked off The Flash as the hero, not the series, actually even the pilot when he's talking to Arrow. mm mhm. It's so a kind of a callback to that. But again, no Robbie Amell. Hmm. So in the finale of season 1 of The Flash, He's running through the the, the wormhole, the speed force, whatever, and we see just a a quick clip of what looks to be like this big turbine engine warehouse room, and we see um, the Atom, we see White Canary, we see, uh, uh, I forget who else, um, in there fighting. That's from Legends Tomorrow, the the trailer.
1: Interesting.
0: So I'm thinking during the first half of season two of Flash, we may get a storyline that that explains why uh, uh, Ronnie Raymond isn't part of the Firestorm matrix come the kickoff of Legends of Tomorrow. Hmm. Because, well, Professor Stein and Ronnie were the original Firestorm, mm-hmm. and Firestorm was a backup feature in The Flash for quite some time,
2: mm-hmm. which
0: is part of why it makes sense for his character to be in The Flash. Ronnie got killed in the comics, Professor Stein got killed in the comics at different times, and um, at one point it was uh, Ronnie Raymond and Jason Rush... Um, that became Firestorm. You hmm. could just as easily take Ronnie out and put Jason in. And there's a member of the cast for Legends of Tomorrow that could that could be the the Jason character. He his, what he's doing is hasn't been revealed. Hmm. What character he's playing. Mm-hmm. Now, why would they do that? I don't know. It doesn't seem like Robbie Mel's like fallen out of favor or something. Mm-mm. But
1: do you think he'll stay on Flash?
0: I would expect them to kill off the character. Because that would also explain how Firestorm could go onto this other show when half of him is married, too.
1: Interesting.
0: Or he could get split and not be part of the Firestorm Matrix and stick around on Flash. I doubt that would happen.
1: Interesting.
0: But the other thing we see at the end of, of the season is uh, a teaser for Killer Frost. Yeah. Caitlyn Snow's villainous persona in the comics.
1: Yeah, I'm so disappointed they're already teasing her villainous persona.
0: Well, that was a concern I had when they announced who all the characters were going to be. To me, Harrison Wells, I was pretty sure was going to wind up being a time traveler. Just, Mm -hmm. I don't know what his middle name is, but it's so close to H.G. Wells, and the time travel thing just comes up for me. turns out he's the reverse Flash. That more or less, that, that, that totally turned out to be the case in some way, shape, or form. But then you've got Caitlin Snow, the identity of Killer Frost, so that was kind of telegraphed or...
2: Mm-hmm. Hinted
0: at early on, they made some some lines to it, but does she become Killer Frost and get cured, or does she just become Killer Frost? Mm-hmm. That's a big game changer for the show if that's the case. Mm-hmm. But then with Cisco, that's the alter ego of uh the the new fifty two version of Vibe, who's got vibration powers, mm-hmm. and they hint at that when he can remember an alternate timeline after Barry runs back in time and resets it. Yeah. And in the finale, a lot gets revealed, and Harrison's like, Oh, yeah, you've got, you were impacted by that event. You've got powers.
2: Interesting. Yeah.
0: But I expect him to have powers in a supporting role sort of a way mm-hmm. versus a let's go out and fight crime together. Yeah. So I expect Cisco to remain more at a Diggle level yeah. than, say, a Roy Harper level to use uh, arrow analogies. Yeah. But. I think they've got a little bit of ground to cover to put some characters back into play before they can kick off Legends of Tomorrow.
1: Interesting, yeah.
0: But, again, with the Flash, they set up the Rogues Gallery. Yeah. Key players, Captain Cold and Heatwave. Those two are going to be part of Legends of Tomorrow, but you can't take them out of the Flash series. Because with Batman, he's got tons of villains. You don't always have to have all of them. What's different with The Flash is he's got a rogues gallery that is a de facto team in and of itself. Mm-hmm. While The Flash may have to fight just Captain Cold or just Heatwave or just Pied Piper or just Golden Glider or whatever. hmm In the comics, he often not only has to do that, but at times, fight them as a team.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: You know, they're a social club. They get together. It's like, oh, well, if I can't do it, let's team up and do this. And... I felt they were building up the Rogues Gallery as a team very effectively. I think they did some great casting there.
1: Yeah, Wentworth Miller and Dominic Purcell were great in those roles.
0: Having Cisco having created the guns since mm. they're powered, and it's interesting having some people that are artificially powered through through weaponization, mm-hmm. and some that are natively powered through the particle accelerator accident. Mm-hmm. So they've done a, a good mix there. And again, the the powers that are out there. Weather control, heat, cold. Um, with the original uh, rogues gallery in the comics, you also had a trickster who, who had gravity control, you know, flight shoes type stuff. Pipe um, Piper had sound. At one point in the comic, after Barry Allen had died and Wally West had taken over, the, the rogues gallery had kind of chilled out a little to the point that, that Wally would actually kind of hang out with them from time to time. They were not totally reformed, but they were never killers and mm-hmm. the baddest of the bad. And at one point, Captain Cold was pointing out to to Wally West, uh, his uh, Barry's nephew. We'll get to that character in a moment in terms of the show. But Captain Cold was pointing out that what Barry did that was so smart, he kept the villains focused on him. Here were people that had powers over heat, cold, gravity, light, sound, all the fundamental natures of, of the universe, the weather and stuff. And they could have done damn near anything. Mm-hmm. He kept them focused on him, therefore not destroying the city. Yeah. And at the times in the comics, these guys are villains. They want money, but they want a city to spend it in, too. Yes. So there's a, a honor among thieves aspect with the rogues gallery. You just don't get, let's say, the Batman villains or, or Spider-Man villains and such. Hmm. Now, one of the things with this show deviated a lot. From the comics
2: mm-hmm.
0: was with the West family. Mm. Um, when I started reading The Flash in the late 70s, he was married to Iris. Uh, okay. Iris West became Iris Allen. And her father never really came into play that much. Uh, when he did, it was later revealed he was from like the year 3000 or some such. So they've gone in a totally different direction with Joe West, who's a police detective.
1: And Jesse L. Martin, just great actor, doing a great job, but a great father character for this Barry.
0: I would go so far as to say he's the heart and soul of the show. Yeah. Both uh, the character and possibly the actor to a degree, because he's got a, a direct, almost every character you can relate directly to him. hmm Barry, obviously father-son kind of a deal. He, uh, uh, Joe and, and Henry, uh, uh, Barry's father.
1: Well, and that was an interesting dynamic mm-hmm. that they played with throughout the season. Because Barry's father, I mean, he knows Joe helped put him in jail. He understands, though, how and why it all happened. And he doesn't hate Joe because Joe did such a great job raising his son.
0: Well, going to to that scene in the pilot and again later in the finale and through a few other places in the series They're using the Flashpoint origin, if you will, of The Flash, where his mother had died, his father gets put into jail because of it, accused of killing his mother, because, well, any other explanation just didn't make sense. Yeah. Despite Young Barry saying they were these two guys running at super speed fighting, although not knowing the details of that, but describing what little he saw. Having John Wesley Shipp play Barry's father, that's the actor who played The Flash in the 90s show added a nice touchstone to the previous series Mm -hmm. having his co-star amanda pays uh playing her same character from that series um tina mcgee in the current flash series also a nice touchstone different version of the character but i i like how the show is is honoring its past Mm -hmm. but barry's dad being in jail gives them a different dynamic it gives barry motivation for why he's a police scientist and such and again henry doesn't blame joe that gives joe and him a a definite relationship yeah joe's daughter iris who's now grown up with with barry the entire time you know that colors that relationship yeah joe's partner uh eddie thawne you know you can define that relationship there eddie then winds up dating iris so everything orbits i mean barry's the lead character yeah but you get to where all the, the the relationships start to orbit around Joe.
2: Yeah,
1: well, and uh, even Cisco and Caitlin have a scene. I think. Well, I know Cisco does with Joe, where you know Joe calls in Cisco and says, "I suspect Harrison Wells." And at first, Cisco's doing that. No,
0: you're wrong. You're wrong. Well, again, they they play with that throughout the, the later half of the season. Yeah. Um. Probably the least defined relationship with Joe is probably Caitlin, Yeah. Because Joe suspecting Harrison the whole time colors that relationship. And both are surrogate father figures for Barry. Yeah. So there's a lot of, not only just direct relationships, but kind of triangular...
1: uh, Well, it was interesting to me in the finale when Harrison slash Thawne is in the cell. yeah. Yeah. And... He's saying, you know, I came here hating you, and as I mentored you, I started liking you.
0: Well, the reverse Flash had some event that happened with Barry Allen in the future that set them at odds. And that caused Eobard Thawne to come back in time to to kill the Flash's mother as payback. Mm -hmm. So to me, it seems like something the Flash didn't save his wife or some personal thing there. That kicks off the whole origin of the stuff, but Thawne gets trapped in the past.
1: Well, and it's interesting because Thawne doesn't seem to understand that his attempt at revenge is what creates the
0: Flash. Well, he does, to a degree, is the thing. There's a paradox aspect here that we haven't gotten all the information of, I think. Yeah. Because he was intentionally going back to kill the Flash's mother. Mm Mm-hmm. Implying, because that would hurt Barry. Yeah. That implied she wasn't dead in that timeline.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Interesting.
0: So he goes back, he changes that. That kicks off a new timeline. Thawne takes over Wells' identity, creates Mm -hmm. the particle accelerator to create the Flash earlier. Yeah. Intentionally changing the time stream. All in some deluded attempt to get back to his time. Yeah. Even though he's changing the past. Yeah. Then, after Barry's cr- become the Flash and he's tutoring him, he's constantly checking the future timeline mm-hmm. to see if things have changed from where he wants them. Yeah. So there's a it-doesn't-make-sense aspect. Add into that in the finale, when Barry goes back
2: oh, and to I fight li-
0: him.
1: I liked that.
0: Oh, that was a brilliant scene. Grant Gustin did an amazing job on that. He he goes back, we get back to that scene we saw early in the pilot with the the blurs, but we see it from different perspectives. We see Barry materializing in that time frame in his room, about to go out to save his mother. As he's starting to do that, Future Flash rushes in, in the more classic comic book costume, the white behind the lightning bolt, Mm. those sorts of things. And basically motions to finale era Barry, no, don't stay. Yeah. Don't save her. Yeah. And then goes and fights uh, Professor Zoom, Yeah. Giving that finale era Flash, season finale era Flash, Barry a chance to say goodbye to his mother, close the loop, get a sense of closure. Yeah. And there's the realization that if he were to have saved her everything changes and that just can't happen. Yeah. So it comes down to the ramifications that when Barry comes back out, shatters the time sphere that the Zoom was going to uh, uh reverse flash. He's also called Professor Zoom in the comics and there's another Professor Zoom. It's confusing. But, that Wells was going to use to kind of escape back to the future. Um it changes the timeline and Zoom fades away. Or prof- uh, reverse uh, mm-hmm. flash fades away first reverting back to Eobard Thawne, then fading away. And I'm like, to me, the whole thing just doesn't quite make sense.
2: Ah,
1: when he faded away, you're forgetting what happened with Eddie.
0: Ah, you're right, you're right. Eddie shot himself. Eddie was one of his ancestors. That prevents the whole timeline.
1: Now, Eddie, what we know is Eddie is the same last name, and Eddie's been told he is the least distinguished member on the family tree. Eddie wasn't actually told, you're my direct ancestor or you're my great-great-grandfather. Eddie assumes a direct descendancy.
0: Well, I think the fact that, that Reverse Flash, you know, ceases to exist proves that out. But if you go with the Back to the Future Time rules, as Cisco has told us, <laughs> is one of the viable alternatives. The Reverse Flash never exists. If he never exists, he never goes back to Kill mom. So how did any of this play out? Yeah. That's the part I still don't get.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and you haven't even touched on the Flash helmet that came through the portal.
0: That was one of my favorite Easter eggs. Um, Again, in, and we're talking mainly about the finale, but it's such a pivotal part and it colors the rest of the season. It's funny. Um, Reverse Flash has used uh, Cisco and I forget who else to help build the Time Sphere. Ronnie. Ronnie is about to use it to escape and he's saying, Oh, it's a great River Slash is saying it's a great time sphere. Rip Hunter himself would be proud. Interesting man, you'll meet him eventually, kind of implication. Of course we will in Legends mm-hmm. of Tomorrow. A helmet that looks like kind of a, a Hermes or Mercury's helmet comes through the open rift. And he's like, Well that's my cue to leave. That helmet is the Golden Age Flash's helmet, Jay Garrick's. And we saw a version I th- we Got a glimpse of a version of Jay Garrick live-action in Smallville. Mm. Don't think we actually saw him, though. Um, But to get him in The Flash would just be great. Hmm. And I'm wondering if they're going to use the wormhole in Season 2 as a way to introduce the multiverse, other characters. If we'll get a flash of two worlds.
1: Interesting.
0: If something will happen to Barry and he gets his vibrations knocked out of sync, and winds up in Keystone City versus Central City. Hmm meet this older Flash, I don't know who they'd cast for that, and have that kind of Earth-1, Earth-2 crossover thing.
2: Interesting.
0: And there's also, we got a glimpse of the Flash Museum, which is a a major part of the the comic book stuff. Because, again, the Flash is a well-praised hero in his town uh, after he gets established. I'm trying to think which other glimpse we got. We got one or two others. Barry and Handcuffs. Barry and Handcuffs, so... I think they've already got the plan for season two, and we're just laying down the seeds of it here. Yeah. And this comes down to these writers tend to plan in advance. Yeah. And you look at how they got from where they started to where they went, how they set up the he can travel back in time, Mm -hmm. did it by accident at first, what are the ramifications Mm -hmm. of that, oh, things changed, the up and down stuff with his relationship with Iris.
1: Well, and Harrison kept training him, you've got to be faster, you've got to be faster. Yeah. And his belief that he had to be faster to save people, not understanding what Harrison was trying to train him for.
0: I need you to run this fast so you can do this so I can get the hell out of here kind of a deal. Yeah. But that whole relationship between Wells and Barry started with, again, in the future, Barry having done something that didn't work for Wells, or Eobar at that point, going back in time. But then Mm -hmm. he meets the younger Barry, the mm-hmm. more innocent, the the one who hadn't wronged him. Yeah. And just grows to like him. Yeah. Now, what's interesting is that actor who plays Wells, mm-hmm. whose name I'm blanking Tom Kavanaugh? Yeah. is going to be back as a regular next season.
1: See, and that's what fascinates me, and that's part of why I mentioned he didn't tell Eddie you're my direct ancestor. I don't know if that helps or hurts with Tom Kavanaugh's going to be back.
0: My take on that—they made a point of having Wells, whose identity had been stolen by Eobard Thawne, mm-hmm. revert prior to like his timeline mm-hmm. was unwinding.
2: Yeah, but revert
0: we, to Eobard and then vanish.
2: But
1: we found Harrison Wells decomposing body. body.
0: Yes, but if Reverse Flash never existed, mm. Wells may not have died.
2: Interesting.
0: But that goes back to how did any of this happen? then?
2: yeah, interesting. But
0: if we get parallel timelines or whatever I mean, we may see a Harrison Wells that's actually Harrison Wells
1: yeah we may find out that someone else came to Starling City and started Star Labs for Harrison Wells while he was recovering in the hospital from the accident his wife died in
0: or his wife didn't die i mean there's a lot of things that could i mean yeah they could start the next season with everything's gone on Barry's going and saving stuff and other people are coming in as if Star Labs is open for normal or new ownership that's always been the ownership.
1: You know, one of the things we didn't mention when we discussed Arrow, but it's a Flash thing. Barry goes to Parbat mm-hmm. and saves Felicity and Diggle and Merlin and who else is there at the time?
0: I forget if Theo was um, there, but... The whole crew.
1: Yeah, everybody, right? And Felicity is just waking up from having been uh, unconscious from a drug, and she wakes up and she sees Barry in his Flash costume, and she's so relieved, and she says, Barry! And he says, And thank you for outing me to a master villain, looking at Merlin. And I loved that.
0: I still think the best crossover moment was when Ray and Felicity guest star. And this goes back to how we'd bounced between shows, Yes. gotten behind on Arrow, got more current on Flash till we hit this episode, then caught up on Arrow, watched it all the way through the end of the season, then came back to this episode. Mm-hmm. So we saw this a little out of sequence from the Arrow perspective. But Ray and Felicity come over from, from Arrow uh, for a variety of reasons, so Ray can get some tech help from Cisco, whatever. And they wind up going out to dinner, and there's an aspect where... Both Felicity is kind of talking nonstop. Ray's doing his quirky, bubbly kind of Mm -hmm. goofball kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. And I forget who it was. It's like, oh, my God, there's two of them.
1: Yes, yes. Well, and they end up at dinner with Iris and Eddie and Barry. Yeah. And Iris and Eddie end up at the table alone. And it's basically everybody else took them out to dinner to help them stay together as a couple And everybody else ends up leaving the table for a moment, and when they come back, they're, like, totally broken up. Yeah. it's, like, worst dinner ever.
0: (laughs) It was fun to see Ray Palmer the Atom in the Flash Mm -hmm. venue.
1: Definitely. Because
0: I always thought that Wells, there was a time limit on how much he was going to be there before he'd become the reverse Flash. Mm Mm-hmm. And that means there's a vacuum, you need somebody smart and in charge. Mm-hmm. Ray Palmer, again, one of the two main candidates to fit that, Professor Stein being the other. Mm -hmm. With both of those going off to Legends of Tomorrow, again, it comes down to, does somebody else fill that void? Yeah. And there are a ton of of characters from the DC Universe they could pull in for that.
1: Interesting. It
0: comes down to, what's the nature of next season going to be like? Because it was very much, I don't say, a, a villain of the week kind of a deal. But that was some of it. They're filling their, their vault of villains in the basement.
1: Well, on the one hand, yes, but on the other hand, there were only five down in the vault.
0: Uh, at the end. Yeah. Because they'd already lost Pied Piper. He escaped. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember. They had Weather Wizard, No ma- uh Nobody or whatever. Um
1: The girl who peekaboo. Could, yeah.
0: The teleporter.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm blanking on the other two. Mist. Did I say him already? No. They only had a handful, but they had one or two that uh, had either escaped or had been... Well, and that uh, uh, Wells had let loose. True. So they had gotten, I think, up to seven or eight at one point. And it wasn't just, let's go get the, the past guy, you know, the villain and put him away.
2: Yeah.
0: Um... But I'm wondering if it's going to be a little bit more exploratory, uh, exploratory uh, nature of second season, either more about the time travel, parallel worlds, that sort of a deal. Because if, if they bring back Harrison Wells, is it the one from that timeline, a different timeline, a parallel timeline? hmm And I don't know, it's surprising to me that they're even going to try to do that. But good actor, so why yeah. not?
1: Well, and I was intrigued by uh, Gideon, the computer program from the future. It turned out Barry had
0: designed. I found that interesting, but I also felt they reveal that and then just kind of let it drop. And there were a few things there at the end where it would have made sense to go consult Gideon.
1: Well, it intrigued me because I didn't think of computers as being Barry's bag of tricks. If they had said Cisco designed me for you. That would or make, a joint
0: project between.
1: Yeah, that would make perfect sense to me.
0: Barry's a forensic scientist. I don't know that we've really ever seen him at the keys of a computer. Flip side, they could have also mentioned Felicity.
1: True, yeah.
0: So I don't know that it was a solo project. True. But I'm, I'm curious what direction they go for next season. Um, They covered a lot of ground in this season. They really went from a neophyte, what do you mean I can run fast, to... Vibrating through a wall, yeah. running through time, running up a building, doing mm-hmm. uh, running on water, speed tricks that we'd seen the Flash do in the comics. Now there's talk of second season of bringing in other speedsters.
1: I'd heard that.
0: Now we already got the Reverse Flash. So that's one. Okay. Um, there's been a lot of talk. I've heard about uh, bringing in Wally West, which is who the original Kid Flash, uh. Uh, and later became the Flash. So for the longest time in the Flash kind of pantheon, there was the Earth 2 Jay Garrick, the Golden Age Flash, Mm -hmm. the Barry Allen Silver Age Flash, and then later Wally West became kind of the Bronze Age Flash. Um, So I would expect, we've seen the hat for for Jay, that seems like that's foreshadowing. If not, it's disappointing. Um, With all the Wests involved, it may turn out to be a cousin of Iris's versus Mm. a nephew close enough. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, his origin was basically the flashes repeated itself, and if you wind up at the beginning of second season with time hiccups, which you could based on the singularity event going up yeah yeah the the, the accident replays itself, but this time it's it's the cousin or the nephew mm-hmm. or the wally that's that's he's impacted. been
1: sent up to Barry's office to grab something for Joe, yeah,
0: just just stay there out of the way, whatever you know there are multiple mm-hmm. ways they could do it, yeah. The other one that I think would be fun would be either Johnny Quick or his daughter, Jessie Quick. Now, Johnny Quick was a speedster. Oh, there are two Johnny Quicks. One's the Crime Syndicate Evil version. Eventually, we may see him, but really, it's another riff on Reverse Flash. Don't need that. The other Johnny Quick was the Golden Age speedster that was kind of, I don't say the also-ran, but another one in parallel with um, uh, the Golden Age Flash. Might have been at a different publishing company at the time, but later got into the DC Universe. I'd have to go check I know Quicksilver, the DC version, was originally, I think, a quality character, uh, or a faucet, one of the two. Anyways, Johnny Quick had a speed formula he would recite, a mathematical formula, that unlocked Zen super speed powers or whatever. And then he was a World War II character, Liberty Bell was uh, patriotic, kind of, you know, adrenaline-based. Whenever the Liberty Bell rang, she got super strength. They wound up getting married in All-Star Squadron and later having uh, a kid. Jesse, who wound up with speed... But a little of both, super strength and super speed.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: A female speedster for Barry to hang with mm-hmm. adds a different dynamic than, say, a, a senior statesman sort of a, a Jay Garrick type mm-hmm. or a male teenage boy kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, and you can build up that kind of a, a super speed family kind of thing. So there's a lot of directions they could go there. Um, I'm expecting more crossovers with Arrow and Flash. I loved how Barry was getting trained by Ollie. Yes. He's like, Oh, well, what can you train me? I cannot run you. Thunk, thunk. And he's got shot in the back twice by stuff that, that you know, Ollie mm-hmm. had planted. Brilliant scene.
1: Yeah. It's like, You shot
0: me. Like, yeah, that was your lesson. Yeah. Again, the interplay between those two is fun. Um, And at the end, where. Ollie shows up to help out. Firestorm shows up. We're starting to see kind of mini Justice League appearances, if Mm -hmm. you will. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But they spent a lot of time building this world up, establishing metahumans, and really the effects they did for all of these, be it teleportation, lightning bolts, super speed effects, or whatever, they did really well.
1: They did,
2: yeah.
0: You know, and on a, a weekly TV, both budget and time frame yeah you know for a major motion picture you've got time you've got better part of a year to get an effect down if you need to yeah here you don't you got months depending on lead time etc but we're gonna see some changes in the nature of the show based on where it left off with a cliffhanger in my opinion yeah Um, and having lost uh, Eddie as a cast member or you know the yeah. character oh he gets sucked into the vortex in the singularity so I expect him to have at least a guest shot later I mean, I don't think he's totally done.
1: I'm torn in how I feel about his being killed off. You know, on the one hand, I'm not entirely sure I'll miss him.
0: I felt he was a sacrificial lamb to cause a love triangle between Iris and uh. Barry.
1: Yeah, I just, I always wanted that character to be given more and better from the writing and from the story. He just seemed like one character more than they had need for
0: well, and he was always the pretty boy detective, not the, the new young upstart detective that's really good. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, if he had been a rookie partner for Joe, but just a, a naturally gifted detective. Yeah. That kept Joe on his toes, that would have been a different dynamic than what we got. Yeah. So I, I don't think I'll miss him. He's one that, again, I had expected. It was too obvious for him to be the reverse flash,
2: and mm-hmm.
0: it didn't make sense for him to be a cop and the reverse flash, so I expected he wasn't going to last more than a season or so. He mm-hmm. seemed sacrificial. Yeah. Um, by and large, I mean, the characters they've got, they kind of need and, and stuff. I'm more curious what happens with, with Caitlin and the Killer Frost stuff. I thought she got a reasonably good arc over the season, starts to fall in love with Barry, but is still pining away for Ronnie. Ronnie comes back. You know, um,
1: I thought they did brilliantly for Cisco with the he finally figures out how they got faked out by the Reverse Flash. mm -hmm. He accidentally confronts Harrison Wells, Mm -hmm. and then the timeline resets.
0: Oh, he gets killed, and then the timeline resets. But yes, well,
1: okay, it is spoiler filled, so yeah, I thought the actor did brilliantly. I thought the writing there was excellent. And I remember right as he was killed, just going, okay, now that would cripple the show. Undo that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, they did, but they did it in a fair way because they already yeah. hinted at this ghost image thing, what was going on. Yeah. And to me, when, when Barry stops early on, it's like, what was that? And we see a couple, this is a person walking across the street. This is somebody doing that. Yeah. And I'm like, they're they're pausing on that. They're pointing these things out to us for a reason. Yeah that's going to wind up being him so we know that this point in time matters yeah so we recognize this moment
1: yeah and i liked how trying to rush moments trying to rush conversations trying to force things out of context in of itself changed things for him and iris Mm
2: -hmm.
1: you know kind of the you have to take life one step at a time
0: well not just one step at a time but the timeline is is fragile Got to the point of where she was right before the time reset because of what had led up to it. Yeah. If she doesn't go down that path, she doesn't get to that realization. Yeah. Whether she felt that way or not. Yeah. And good learning opportunity for Barry. And we did see once or twice that the timeline did change according to Gideon. Yeah. Of course, that begs the question, how did Gideon come back in time? How did Gideon know what the future was going to be like if Gideon is back in time?
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: aspects of this. Yeah. And the other question comes down to, for second season, Cisco's helped build the time machine. True. Is he gonna do it again?
1: True. True. I loved when uh, Barry moved back in with Joe. Yeah. First of all, I loved they did, and second of all, I loved that he used his super speed to do it so Joe couldn't change his mind.
0: Joe wasn't gonna change his mind. Joe missed Barry.
2: Yeah.
1: I loved the use of the super speed to get the best pizza.
0: They didn't do too much abuse of this. I don't say abuse, but you know what I mean. Gratuitous. Gratuitous. Use of the super speed throughout the series. But there was some fun stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, at one point, Professor Stein wouldn't speak to them unless he had, I think it was pizza. And he didn't know why he was craving a food he didn't like at that point. Mm-hmm. But it was just, I need And Barry's like,
0: I can do that. I loved it. Well, and I thought Barry and, and Stein had a good relationship. Yeah. Fellow scientists and, and some stuff like that. And it's a good role for Victor Garber as Professor Stein.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. It is.
0: And he brought a lot in near at the end. A little convenient for him to be a rabbi, but whatever. Um, I think Stein and Ray Palmer are going to be an interesting mix Mm -hmm. in uh, Legends of Tomorrow because Stein is the older, more experienced scientist, yet Ray's the more adventuresome, younger, richer scientist.
1: Well, and you have two different brands of absent-minded, and I think that'll be interesting to see in combination.
0: Yeah, well, and Stein would be more the father figure, whereas uh, Ray is not. Hmm. Um. It's it's going to be fun to see how that show develops. It's interesting how I th- how quickly I feel the Flash show kind of pulled together and gelled as a series, mm-hmm. which I think was a large part because of what was set up in Arrow. Mm-hmm. And lessons learned from Arrow.
1: I was going to say, I think they definitely learned from Arrow that having a team to support their hero is something they do well.
0: Well, and what you need out of that team. Yeah. Somebody to encourage, somebody to be the uh, the sounding board.
2: Mm-hmm. Because in that
0: respect, Wells plays a similar role to what Diggle plays on Arrow. Mm-hmm. Different ways. Yeah, yeah. But the confidant, that sort of a thing. Mm-hmm. And. Felicity's role on Arrow is kind of split between Iris, Cisco, and Caitlin. Mm-hmm. They're the here's the information, here's this, or, you know, you've gotta do this differently, you know, the mm-hmm. the more emotional side of things.
1: Well, and having a doctor on hand. Yeah. Boy, Arrow could use that at times.
0: <laughs> well, but I like how between having a, a, a biologist, doctor, and a, a mechanical engineer kind of a thing, they can deduce and almost explain away any metahuman.
2: Yeah. And oh,
0: baby, it's this.
1: I love watching Cisco go through the attempts at names before he gets what he
0: likes. I like it in so much as they actually then use the name of the comic book character. Oh, that's who that was. Mm-hmm. Because there had been a time or two until we got that, it's like, I know I should recognize this character, but DC has printed a lot of books over the years. Yeah. So again, pulling in some of the the characters from the fifty two series from the new fifty two era from stuff back in the day in Firestorm and whatnot um they're just they're 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 covering a lot of ground, they're really fleshing out that universe mm-hmm, you know they've already done a lot of the key i think almost must do uh, flash villains interesting um certainly not all of them, but the ones of i mean Weather Wizard, uh, Captain Cold, Heat Wave, Grodd, um, Reverse Flash, of course. There are others. Uh, Abracadabra. That's somebody from the future that uses Scientist as if it's magic.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And that could be a lot of fun. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Uh, Golden Glider is another one we've gotten. Um, I would like to see some other characters kind of brought in. Mm -hmm. Um, Green Lantern, again, makes a lot of sense because Green Lantern... Flash, they were a constant team-up, best buddies type deal,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Um, and they've already hinted at him a few times, Ferris Air, uh, Air having lost a pilot, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, The other one I want to see them bring in, and I almost want to see the characters brought in through Iris as the, the, the first character to meet them, Um, I want to see Ralph and Sue Digmy. It's the elongated man and his wife. hmm He has stretching powers. Mm-hmm. But he's also the quintessential uh, mystery solver.
1: Ah, interesting.
0: Imagine your typical procedural mm-hmm. that's centered around a couple that's just madly in love or whatever, but have been around a while. So
1: heart to heart.
0: A heart to heart, yeah. Okay, but age him down a little bit, mm-hmm. and he's kind of the celebrity crime solver. She's more the reporter writer twist or whatever. And, you know, he has stretching powers that he uses just... Uh, not combat-wise, but because he has them. Introduce them through Iris' writing gig.
2: Mm-hmm. They
0: realize there's there's strange things afoot here. Let's go solve that mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, because Elongated Man was another constant companion of the Flash in the comics and stuff. Um, so I think that would be fun. Mm-hmm. And it, they're not really that far from having a lot of the satellite era justice league members out there firestorm flash green arrow hawk girl is in the works mm-hmm. so you could kind of by stretch say hawk man supergirl is getting her own series um so we're missing green lantern elongated man red tornado um the other one zatanna uh, which was introduced in uh, smallville she'd be a fun one to bring into the arrowverse particularly in flash She's magic. How so? She speaks backwards, and those things happen.
2: How bizarre.
0: It's a reverse magic kind of uh, reverse speaking magic. Why I think she'd be fun to bring into the Flash, she violates pretty much every law of physics. She's supernatural. She's magic. And if you've got people who are trying to deduce the science behind this, don't bring her in as a threat. Bring her in as something that they encounter, and it's like, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And they realize, no, she really is on, on the side of good or whatever. Yeah. And opens their eyes as to, yeah, there are some things you just can't explain. Yeah. She's something that, a character that I think could be fun to bring in as a, a fellow protagonist. Just, you think you've got magical, you know, unbelievable powers. You ain't seen nothing. Um, and that was kind of, sort of, how she was used in Smallville.
2: Hm. Mm hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it'd just be fun. So I think, um, They've had a really strong first season.
2: They
1: have. It's been remarkable.
0: Um, And just, again, to, to think of all that they've done. They brought in Plastique, the uh, major uh, General Eiling, so many comic book characters and reference to others.
1: Well, and I would say even Barry's dad, despite basically being in jail the whole season, had a pretty good arc.
0: Absolutely. Was a great character. The time, the one time they got him into Star Labs, that was a nice moment. Mm-hmm. Just seeing John Wesley Ship and Grant Gustin facing each other. Dad knows Barry's the Flash. Mm-hmm. Behind them, between them, is is the Flash costume. Yeah, and he's like, "What's it like running like a bat out of hell, or whatever?" Yeah, having been the guy who'd done it on the last show. Yeah, it was a fun moment. Yeah, I also that was the same episode with The Trickster, which was played by Mark Hamill, mm-hmm. essentially reprising his role of The Trickster from John Wesley Shipp's Flash series.
1: Interesting.
0: It's as if he'd been caught in that series and just left in jail the entire time. Prison uh, the entire yeah, time.
2: Yeah, that's funny.
0: Um, it was, it was well done. Yeah. Again, nice kind of a callback to that. Yeah. So, I don't think they're in any danger of running out of ideas. Mm-mm. I'm curious what new spin they're going to put on the second season. Um, if you haven't been watching the show, whether you've enjoyed Arrow or not, if you like superheroes mm-hmm. and you want to see a good live-action version, I think this is definitely a show worth watching.
2: Well, and
1: this is the the lighter, brighter side of superheroes. We mentioned when we talked Arrow. Yeah. This is not the dark-brooding show. This is the I-believe-I-can-run-fast-enough-to-save-people.
0: Well, Arrow is a non-Batman version of Batman. Flash is a non-Superman version of Superman.
2: hmm
0: You know, we've got the hero everybody likes. Mm-hmm. The wanting to do right because it's the right thing to do.
1: The guy who believes he can do the impossible.
0: He, whether he can or not, he should try. Yeah.
1: He is the impossible. So, at one point, oh, I forget when it was, but it seems like it was fairly early on. He just went around helping everybody.
0: I love That was like the second or third episode where he's just zipping around town. Somebody's falling off his bike. He puts him back on. Somebody's about to get hit by the, you know. Yeah. It's not that he can save or has to save everybody. It's just his nature. Yeah. You know, he's the Boy Scout.
1: Yeah. I love it.
0: Well, and it goes towards he had a really rough childhood. Yeah. Mom died, dad sent to jail, living with somebody else, but came through it well. Yeah. The other thing I want to see, and I suspect would be part of how they would bring in Wally West, what happened to Joe's wife?
1: Yeah, we haven't gotten that. We know she was gone before Barry moved in, and Ira said Barry made them a family
0: again. Yeah. So, what happened there... Yeah. Um. Is Joe no longer connected to that side of his wife's family? Yeah. Is something happening to remainder that, that means that Wally's got to now live with them? Yeah. Bringing back into a new family aspect, and now, while Barry's got to protect his identity from Wally. I mean... Yeah. There's a ton of stuff they could do there. Yeah. Um.
1: It's a show full of possibilities.
0: Yeah. I will say the one thing that I foresee happening, end of third season-ish, mm-hmm. is... Joe could get killed off.
1: Oh, I'd miss him.
0: That's why they. I think he could get killed off. I think we're at least two seasons away from that. But if you take Joe out of the mix, the chemistry fundamentally changes the show. Yeah. The, oh, well, Joe's not there. We can't do that. Oh, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. And just it, everything pivots at that point in potentially a very strong way. I don't want them to do that because I think he's a brilliant actor doing an awesome job. Yeah. But if they get to the point where they've got nothing else working or able to do with the character, yeah, and they can figure out, okay, if this tragedy happens, this is the new aspect of the show, Yeah, I'm good with that, maybe. Mm. It's at least the thing I would consider doing at some point. It's a good turning point for the show.
1: Yeah, well, and it would certainly be a turning point for the Barry character.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's just like how Moira dying was a turning point on Arrow.
1: Yeah, very true.
0: You know, there comes a point where the father figure isn't needed. Yeah. So, and it could be that he dies getting uh Henry out of jail and therefore that fills the void. I don't know. Yeah. But they're, like I said, years away from doing that, I think. Good. So, like I said, I want to see where this goes. I want to see if they tie in the Supergirl series. She'd be a fun guest star. Yeah. She might even be able to keep up with The Flash. Who knows? Mm. Um. I want to see other speedsters. I want to see Jay Garrick. I want to see them expand this world even more. Yeah. And continue going into the more super heroic side of the DC universe. They've hinted at a few things here and there. Go whole hog and explore that.
1: Yeah. I think they've got great potential.
0: Yeah. Anything else? Is that pretty much to it?
1: I think that's it.
0: Cool.